I'm just a bill. Just an ordinary bill. I'm sit I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. And I'm wondering, do you the listener, do you know how a bill becomes a law? If you do, please reach out to me. Please contact me. Send me a fax. Send me an IM. Tell me all about it. How does a bill become a law? Well, here's the thing. We're going to talk about that and more on this week's very special episode of Goodbye, Mellow Brick Road. That wasn't me. That was a demon within who decided to speak with you tonight. Okay, what are we doing? We're doing a great one today. Uh, Top five schoolhouse rock songs. Boom! That's right, baby. We're doing it. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Top five schoolhouse rock songs. That's gonna. It's so fun. Um, you know schoolhouse rock. We all love it. It's f- fantastic. Um, and I'm doing it with with a with like the the kindest, sweetest, nicest person who has ever lived. Um, Bri- Brianna Stress and and I couldn't be happier. Uh, Brianna and I work together in Disney World and she's great she's fantastic we have a lot of memories together a lot of them are laughing um I have some of my favorite memories I can't share on the podcast um but there's she's just a very fun person and we were only ever able to take one picture together but I I remember the urgency with which we which with which we needed to take it um and all that came after um but we have a picture together and I love it because she's, I love her. She's the best. Um, Brianna, you are a fantastic. You are an incredible person. I miss you very much. I can't wait to see you again um, when all this is over. When we, when I inevitably do a road trip and I come out to see you. Um, but yeah, she's a great person. She was wearing a Schoolhouse Rock T-shirt when we talked about this, um, and I just loved talking about such a fun topic with her. It was super fun. Um, yeah, it's a great, it's a great episode. If you're interested to listen to it, you should probably just keep listening because it's going to happen right now. Uh, hello, everybody. We got we have a very. Um, I know that I say that all of these are pretty much. I say every podcast is special, but this one truly. This is this is a um, this is a great one. I'm very uh, I'm very happy to be joined um, for this this great topic, this great podcast on on this great day. I'm I'm being joined by a good a very good friend of mine. Uh, I feel like we we had a, a a spiritual friendship connection while we when we first met uh my good friend Brianna is here Brianna thank you so much for doing this thank you i'm very happy to be here well um, i feel i remember our days back in disney um yeah all those so many so many pretzels you know that kind of thing yes lots <laughs> of pretzels and popcorn pretzels popcorn the works you know how it goes um and I liked opening up our little Facebook Messenger chat because it popped up uh, the, pic- the the selfie we had taken together, um, and that was a nice memory. I remember that day. <laughs> it was. I, I was, do. <laughs> like, hey, we should take a picture together just in case we don't see each other again. And then, what do you know? Um, but wow. but yeah, I mean, I I hope you're doing well. Um, and I reached. I I felt this like this calling a couple nights ago i i was put i put my entire music library um on shuffle and it just happened to come up um a little song called three is a magic number and i was like oh man i would love to talk about schoolhouse rock on the podcast i wonder if this could be the topic um for the two of us to do so i reached out to you and you 
you just just so happen to say that you love Schoolhouse Rock. Um, I do. What is your relationship with it? Well, I it's kind of a weird relationship. We had like a DVD of all the songs. And whenever we would go on road trips, like I would play it in the car a lot um, on road trips. So I can probably still sing almost the <laughs> entire thing. I knew all the words. Um, but yeah, I just grew up watching it on road trips in the car. I remember this old like VHS copy of it. And like we used to put it on. And whenever the figure eight song would come on, I would just fall asleep. It was just so relaxing. <laughs> It is. That one's been stuck in my head all morning. <laughs> <laughs> they're great songs, too. Like, they're educational, but they're also, like, very catchy, mm-hmm. and they have great melodies. They're very catchy. And, yeah, educational. That's They're the best of both worlds, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll I'll jump into my number five here, and we can go back and forth and end on you. Um, my my number five is arguably, um, it's right up there. It's, if it's not number one, it's number two for in terms of songs that are popular from Schoolhouse Rock. Uh, it's Conjunction Junction. It's mm. it's a classic for sure. I mean, if anyone knows these, it's either it's probably this one or a certain other one. Um, but yeah, Conjunction Junction. It's um, it's a staple really of most classrooms. Uh, as I prepare to become an English teacher, I've I've looked back at these songs and I'm like, hmm, this could actually be a good way to teach it because this is how I learned all about and but and or, um, and it's got the great rhyme. I mean. It's kind of an obvious rhyme, and they kind of build a song around of it. Around it, I don't think it really came out organically, uh, because it's all about trains, and I think that definitely comes from the word junction. But it's a it's a classic for a reason, you know. It's got all the qualities of a schoolhouse rock song that a person would want. I feel. I agree. It's a staple for sure. Absolutely a staple. Um, we won't spoil it if it happens to be on your list at all. Um, but what do you have coming in in your number five position? I think number five for me would be the 12 toes one, the multiplication numbers of 12. Wow. That's a deep cut. <laughs> it's just, it's got like this little eerie vibe and like, <laughs> you know, these like 12 toed people who can just multiply so easily by 12s. But like, it's just got, I'm pretty sure it has this like saucer vibe and these like creepy, like eerie <laughs> undertones. And it's just like a weird song, but it's like, it's really, it flies under the radar. I was talking to someone about it and they were like, no, I have no memory of that. And I was like, <laughs> well, it's burned into my memory for some reason. So. Wow. That is um, definitely a deep cut. They, they did venture out into space a lot um, with these songs. Uh with these yeah. are like the little 12 toes people um but it's a good one for sure because i feel like um a lot of times this is the multipli- this is the part of the multiplication table that can give people trouble like i can't 11 times 12 that was the hardest one for me growing up right it's not I easy those 12s it's a great it's a, it's a good pick um and it's part of that series like i think isn't there an 11 one at some point yeah, good 11 or something like that. Good 11, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a classic. 11s were hard, too. Those were not easy for me. Um, mm. It's a good pick. That's a great one. Um, I like that you went really deep with it. That's a, cause that's yeah. like, that's a, a hidden gem. Um, it is. My number four, I have... Now that I'm actually preparing to talk about it, I actually have no idea what um, it teaches 
um, a person. I have a electricity, electricity, um, yeah. which is a classic. Um, yes. It's like, uh, it sounds exactly like, uh, if you haven't heard the song before, anyone who's listening to this, um, it sounds ex- exactly like you would think it would sound, just electricity, <laughs> electricity. Um, and I guess it, it, it kind of teaches you about electricity. I remember there's like a, a verse about Ben Franklin in it. Uh, so I guess it's kind of teaching you about like how it works and the history of it, but it's also like I feel like it's so hard to get that across in a song as opposed to like uh, memorizing a twelves table. Yeah. Um, it's a catchy song though. Oh, it's great. Um, it's got like a a funk to it. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Like it definitely feels like it. Um, I think it, it's these are probably all mostly like from the like the 90s or something or like i don't know maybe even older but this one feels like it's like straight from the 70s i think a lot of them are i was looking some of them up a lot of them were from the 70s like the late 70s this one definitely has the vibe it feels like like i'm listening to the electric company and i hear it um (laughs) but yeah electricity electricity um it's good to have some some science as well i feel Mm -hmm. um i don't know i can't remember if they really go too much into like um social studies i mean there's a big one for sure but they don't really think they go too deeply as opposed to like they think there's one for every um times table and one for every Mm -hmm. uh part of speech yeah they have some history ones too about the american revolution and inventions they do uh i feel like i never really had too much exposure to those ones. I think my history teachers were adverse to them. Um, but yeah, electricity, electricity, that's a staple as well, I feel. Um, but what do you have for your number four, uh, Schoolhouse Rock song? For my number four, um, it was so hard. It's so hard to choose because the more <laughs> I think about it, the more comes to mind. And I just, they're also great. Um, but I really like the interjections one. Ooh. Um, yeah. Um, where, you know, they're going through all of the emotions, and especially at the end when they're like, oh, rats. And it's just so, <laughs> so funny, and it's so cute, um, the way they go through all of the interjections and the emotions. I can still, I can picture it in my head, all like the little, like the the, the speech bubbles that come across the screen. With... Yes. <laughs> um, wow, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, interjections, another part of speech. Uh Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, uh, the, I remember, I'm trying to think now, I think there's, like, a, a baseball player, I think, right? Yeah, and it starts raining, and he's like, oh, rat! Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a classic. Um, and that's what, Hallelujah is part of this as well, they have, like, a little bit of a, a hymn as a refrain in this. Oh, Yeah! Like, it's a good one. Um, I think they do, yeah. I, it's been a while, but I do remember. Yeah, I think that's, it's definitely been probably over a decade at this point. Um, wow. But they're so, like, when you watch them so young, they kind of imprint onto your brain, I feel. They do, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're not the same <laughs> for older kids. And when I was teaching English in Spain, I tried to show the kids the prepositions one. Yeah. With all the little things. And they were like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, no, it's great. <laughs> We're not impressed. I think you kind of probably have to grow up with them, maybe. I yeah, definitely. Like, uh, there was this one time I had a I showed my friend the old Charlie Brown specials, like Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. I showed her, mm-hmm. 
And I was like, these are the best. Like, I watch these every year. They make me so happy. They're fantastic. And and then afterwards, uh, we finished all three, and she was like, this was this was awful. Like, what was the point of any of this? She was, like, so confused. She was like, they're all just, like, they're all depressed, and they all, like, they keep, there's, like, there's jazz constantly playing in the background of every scene, and they're all just, like, they hate each other. They bully this poor child constantly. What is the appeal of these? And he was like, I, was like, I don't know. Maybe I just grew up with them. Yeah, there's definitely certain films and things that if you don't grow up with them, they just don't have that impact, and they're just weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's very not accessible at all. Um, yeah. I'll go... My number three, I had to put it at number three. I talked about it earlier. Three is a magic number, um, uh, and it's a perfect one to put at number three um, because it has the number three. Uh, <laughs> it's... It's a great. It's a. It's a classic. This one's like truly like um, like fantastic. It's sometimes called uh, like the magic number, um, mm-hmm. but I always call it three as a magic number because I feel like the the most important part of the song is that it's about the number three. So you can't really not have that in the title. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a. This one's got like a whimsical vibe to it. I feel like it's a bit. It's a bit. Uh, it's a little subdued. Um, hmm. Like, a, like when they say, like, the chorus about, like, a man and a woman had a little baby. It's, like, it's not, like, a belting chorus at all. It's kind of uh, a bit a bit soft. Um, uh, but they do go through, like, you, like um, your song about the twelves. Um, they go through the multiples of threes, like, three, six, mm-hmm. nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen. Um, and they go through different things that have threes. It's a, I don't know, it's simple, yeah. but it's fantastic. I agree. It's, um... I'm looking here now at the lyrics and I love the <laughs> the past and the present and the future, the faith and hope and charity. Like yeah. it's not just teaching you about threes, it's teaching you about like time and um virtues. Yeah. Like this is iconic. Yeah, like trinities almost. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> where where is the lyric about the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised it's <laughs> it's not there. Uh it should have gone very spiritual i feel um yeah especially at the end when they're like running off into a sunset i think (laughs) like the man and the woman and the child they're just running off into the sunset there's a bit of an implication here that like the ideal family is one that has an only child Hmm. like that's the magic number one kid yeah definitely written by some guy who had like five kids and was sick of it (laughs) probably um what is your number three? That's a magic number. Well, actually, I had the same one. Oh my I god! Three is a magic number, and spot number three because it was just too good. <laughs> That's kismet. I love it. Yeah. So I agree. It's just it's a great song, and it helped me. Like when I was like, I would run through it. I would sing it in my mind, and I was thinking of multiples of three. I'd be like, okay, three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, <laughs> and it was really helpful. It was really helpful. I always what they say, like growing up, they said if you put your the things you have to memorize to a song in your head, you'll you'll never forget them. And yeah, Schoolhouse Rock really helped with that. Um, it it sure did. Did you have to do those like um, like sheets of paper that had like like it was like fifty mul- like full, fifty multiplication problems? You had to do them in like a minute. Yeah, like the, were they called Mad Minutes? Yeah, or those were making that up. That's I think that's what they're called. Yeah, Mad Minutes. Okay. Yeah. That was. That's kind of torturous. 
I remember that, yeah, in middle school, we would, like, start the class with them, and there's, like, so much pressure, and then you can't think, because you're like, ah, oh, the time, ah, oh, the numbers, ah. Oh. <laughs> it's really bad for the, ang- I feel like this is anxiety, like, where it begins. Oh, that's, yeah, that's probably the root of all my problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can all trace it back to that. Um, yeah, it all makes sense now. <laughs> um, this one, my number two, my runner-up here, uh, I'm actually, I'm Googling the lyrics as we speak because I'm realizing now, like, what did I, what did I learn from this song? Um, it's Interplanet Janet. This one is definitely from the seventies. Um, (laughs) because I think you had to be alive in the seventies to come up with this idea. Um, (laughs) I guess it's kind of teaching you about the planets and like a little bit, some fun facts about the planets along the way. Um, uh, but it it goes it talks about it through the character of interplanet mm-hmm. Janet. We go back to space. Um, I don't think she encounters any of the twelve toes people. Um, no. But she goes to each planet. <laughs> she can survive in any atmosphere. Apparently, she can. She doesn't need oxygen. She's interplanet <laughs> Janet. She can go to all planets. Um, she's a galaxy girl. Uh, a yeah. sol- a solar system misses from a future world. So perhaps she hasn't even come into our current universe, our current timeline yet. If she's from a future world. But I think this one, Interplanet Janet, it definitely is educational, but I feel like it's also the the least, um, the one that feels the least educational. Like, three is a magic number, obviously, is a math. Mm-hmm. It's a math song. But Interplanet Janet, that could be its own, that could be like a James Taylor song, just on the radio. <laughs> yeah, it does teach you some about the planets, though. Like, I know when it talks about the sun, you know, it's like hydrogen and helium, and a big, bright, glowing mass. That's true. And then they're like, it's a star. So Janet <laughs> got an autograph. Yes. Um, uh, it's and- Yeah, and then I remember, they say the mercury on mercury was much too high, which I think is pretty clever. <laughs> it is good wordplay. Um, yeah. And it, it's impressive that they, like, not many songs can have a hydrogen as a lyric and make it work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one lyric now that when you said... Oh, when you said it's a star, it made me think of the, like, when she's like, it's a bird, it's a plane. <laughs> like, it's a great little refrain yeah. there. And then they're like, well, it must be a UFO, right? Yes. But it was interplanetary. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a nice little, it's a very short pre-chorus, but it's fantastic. It is. Ah, <laughs> uh, interplanet Janet. Um, mm-hmm. I have to have her on the podcast sometime, if she's ever willing. Um, yeah. <laughs> what is, what's your runner-up, though? My runner-up, um is one of the, like, more, like, history, social studies one. It's, actually, I don't know what it's called, but I just I, I just wrote We the People, because it's the preamble. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> and, yeah, that's how I, I still have it memorized to this day. I think we had to memorize it probably in middle school. Um, and I just remember, yeah, I, like, I can recite the preamble because of this song. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's literally just the preamble of the Constitution, like, set to music. That's a great pick. I had forgotten all about that one when I made the list, but this is, it's absolutely, you're absolutely right. Like, um, this is, it's literally like the preamble in, in musical form. Like it's fantastic. Um, do you have, are you, uh, into Hamilton at all? I have not like dove full on into it, but I really want to. I mean, I've listened to some songs on the soundtrack, but not, not all of them. I'm sure you've heard yeah. plenty of praise for it by now. Um, yes. No, nothing I could say would uh, 
uh, change your mind at all, but there's a song in it that they, it's about uh, Washington's farewell address, and they literally put the farewell address to music, and that's that's the vibe I got. Wow. Like, there's a little bit of schoolhouse rock to that, I think, with this preamble. Like, it's like a spiritual successor. Hmm. Wow. That's... Yeah, I mean, putting historical documents to music, I mean, who knew <laughs> it'd be such a such a hit? Yeah, I, who would have ever thought that this would be such a, a, a lucrative uh, means of creating content? Yeah. I think my favorite part is when they go, like, promote the general welfare that's a great lyric um yeah. they really put that one to music well and they find yeah they find ways to make it rhyme liberty posterity tranquility they do it well they do it really well yeah and i remember because like posterity like you don't really well especially young kids don't really know what posterity means but i remember in the in the video like it's just this little girl also casting her ballot with her mom and then you're like oh posterity children and it's like making the links before you even understand like the words that's a great point um i've noticed that a lot when i've been i've been rewatching spongebob during the quarantine um oh, and great way to pass the time it's it's the best it feels like i'm a kid again um and i can like i feel like i don't know if you, you might be the same way where you can hear a, a line and know exactly what line is coming next mm-hmm it's, but it's also like I noticed that they they do that like they'll use um, bigger words like like posterity they'll use words that um, a kid wouldn't know and they don't they don't like dumb it down and try to explain it to the kid or like in the schoolhouse rock song they don't spend a lyric explaining what posterity means but they they show you through the context of it and that's how that's how kids learn these things and yeah oh, it's just a great way of doing it it's so efficient it's like a role model for for teachers I feel yeah, it's definitely a very good, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Example? Model? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'll go right into my number one now. Um, it's a great, I'm, I love that, um, you have given me the ability to talk about this. I'm very grateful for it. Um, it's, it is lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. Um, uh, classic. It's absolute classic. Um, the English nerd in me has new appreciation for it, uh, having grown up now. Uh, I know what an adverb <laughs> is. Um, and, but it's also, like, my reason for loving it. Like, I remember even as a kid when we would watch this in class, um, I would watch it and just feel, I would feel melancholy watching it. Like, something about either the way it sounds, like the, I don't know, maybe the chords of it, and just, just, like the certain like the progression of the song even though it ends on like a silly kind of like indubitably like <laughs> note um it goes like the way um like a how how where when condition or reason these questions are answered when you use an adverb that whole like refrain is sung in a way that makes me feel like even as a kid i felt nostalgic for my own childhood like i was wow. like like i was like wow i feel like like, in that moment, I could recognize, even if I couldn't put a vocabulary to it, I felt in those moments, like, this is really cool, and I'm going to miss this when I'm older, and everything's harder, and we don't get to watch Schoolhouse Rock anymore. So it had, it always had a, a twinge of that to me, where I, I didn't know what I was feeling at the time. I can look back and see what I was feeling, but it was, like, it was crazy, like, what the musical ability was able to bring that out of me. I just 
really resonated and it just it made me feel emotional listening to this as a kid wow yeah and one thing too because yeah that part is so like different from the rest of the song because you know like that part like slows down and does get a sadder sadder note to it but then it just goes back into the lolly 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 you know and it's like you're back into the energy and it's just that one moment of like okay we're gonna like pause and be (laughs) different I feel like there might be some element to it. I have no idea if this is at all true or if I'm just like completely making this up. Um, but maybe I feel like it's about um, this like father and son who run an adverb store. Yeah. Um, so maybe the guy who wrote this wrote it like in memory or something or like as like a memory of his father. And wow. was maybe he was feeling a little bit nostalgic and that's why it has that vibe to it. But I just it always like hit me really way differently than i feel like it was supposed to wow yeah yeah because there's like three of them right so it's like father son and lolly yes there's like a grandfather i'm also just now realizing that like lolly ends in ly like most (laughs) adverbs and i'm like whoa that's they never caught that before (laughs) they knew what they were doing they they did quickly uh um lolly I'm not sure if lolly counts as an adverb, but it's got the L-Y. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly, slowly, surely. Uh, they even use almost or something like that at one point. Um, I think like I think almost is used as an adverb, which is like already impressive. Wow. Yeah. And then they they even... I love when they do the thing, too, where they say... Uh, like, where they explain, like, the rules for an adverb, and they're like... Like, the rules that you learn as a kid, but you don't really know what they mean when it's, like, manner, place, time, condition, reason. And you're like, I don't know what that means, but I'll take your word yeah. for it. And they do it. So, it's so efficient. Three minutes and you're in and out. I know. I also remember the part where they had, like, these little, like, clouds with legs that had the words on it. Or the stem words. Yes. And then they would, like, pull this chain and then their adverb would, like, fall into place and they'd be a complete cloud person. <laughs> and then they'd walk off the screen. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and, like, marathon these tonight. These are good memories. Um, They are. All the nostalgia. So much nostalgia right now. I'm feeling emotional. Um, And Lolly, 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 it's a great... I like that song a lot. Um, But what do you have as your your champion, your schoolhouse rock all-time great? Well, actually, my number one is one that you've already mentioned. Ooh. It is... Interplanet Janet. Oh, amazing. Tell me all about your love for it. It's just, it's the first one that came to mind. It's just, it's such like a a fun song to sing along to. Like, it's just one of those like songs that like peps you up. Like, it's like make a man out of you from Mulan. It just gets <laughs> you going. It just pumps you up. And like, I don't know what it is about it, but it just pumps me up. And I'm like, Interplanet Janet, let's go. <laughs> It's yeah, it's just a great song. It is a great song. It's a great pick um, for your number one. Uh, this seems to and be it like still, it still acknowledges Pluto, yeah. which is great. <laughs> yes, um, that's the best part of these songs is that they're um, they they include the information we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you ever hear any of the sort of Animaniacs songs about the same kind of things? No. They have like a. They, they do like a, they have a song that's like every state capital, every country, and they have one that's every really? planet. And I think I think the every planet one is of a piece with Interplanet Janet. Wow. 
I think that this sounds really cool. I'm looking up pictures of Interplanet Janet now. I feel like she'd be a good Halloween costume. Yeah, she's got like that purple curly hair, but then like her body's a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's at some points her hair becomes so long that she floats on it. Oh yeah, I do remember that. If I'm ever, and she has arms. Yeah, she does have arms. Um, <laughs> she has like a like a Little Mermaid type bra on, wings. Oh. <laughs> oh. Despite the fact that her body is a rocket. Um, I think if I'm ever uh, in your neck of the woods on Halloween, I'm going to dress up as the moon from that with the sunglasses. Yes. And that's going to be, that's going to be the good costume. Um, That'd be great. Did you have any like songs that just miss the list or that you wanted to give a shout out to? here at the end? Yes. I actually have quite a few oh, let's, <laughs> honorable I, mentions. <laughs> let's hear it. Um, so one of my honorable mentions is Mother Necessity. Oh. Um, I don't know if that's the title, but that's how the song starts. Um, with the girl, well, she's not a girl, she's like an old lady in the rocking chair and she goes through all the different inventions. Wow. Like throughout the history of time, like the telegraph, the phone, the cotton gin, like all of these things, light bulbs, Edison. I've never heard this one. Really? Yeah. Like the the opening line is like Mother Necessity. Where would we be without the inventions of your company? I could be making that up. That um, sounds right. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's got like little. Oh, I forget his name, but um, the man who invented Morse code. Like he's like on a horse, and then like going back and forth, and then like that's why he created you know the telegraph, and then. Edison's with his mom and he makes the light bulbs that she can sew when it's not light out. And it's like all these inventors is like children and like why they invented the things. It's really cool. I'm going to check this one out um, as soon as possible because it sounds dope. It is. Yeah. That's how I learned about the cotton gin and it talks about steam engines and a whole bunch of other things. The cotton gin, Eli Whitney, he, he went, he graduated <laughs> yes. from my high school. Really? Absolutely. Wow, Lester Academy. Huh. He's our claim to fame, even though he did some. He his invention led to some pretty bad outcomes. Well, I mean that's still that's still cool. That yeah, <laughs> it's still nice to have somebody. I mean, we have a plaque that says George Washington rode by here, so it's nice to have something better than just a guy who was wow. famous went by here once. Well, that's still really cool to be steeped in <laughs> so much history. Oh, so much history. <laughs> wow. Um, what, what else is on the honorable mention list? All right. I also have, um, I, I, I titled it The Earth One, um, but I looked at the <laughs> title and it's called Energy Blues. Ooh. But in my mind, it's The Earth One because it's just this earth and he's like yawning and he's like, y'all need to cut back. Like, I'm, I'm not, it's actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like, a really great precursor to global warming, um, because they go through, like, chopping down the trees, and everyone's yelling timber, and then, like, I remember this one part where there's all these lights on, and this girl's like, oh, I have to turn off these 20 lights that I have in this one room, and it's just all about saving energy and the earth. Wow, this is, like, ahead of its time. Yeah, and I don't know why, I can't remember any of the lyrics, or the the song, but I just remember all of the the images and this earth just like yawning. 
I'm checking this one out too because I don't think I've heard this one, but it sounds so yeah. so relevant for our current times. Yeah, I'm realizing now. Like, <laughs> I see this. Uh, there's a picture here. It's just Cole. Oh, I think we lost her. Her Facebook icon is not popping up. I'm gonna call her back. We're gonna vamp while we do this. I'm gonna call her back. Calling her back. How's it going, everybody? How is everyone staying safe out there? We're going to call her back. We're going to hear some more of those honorable mentions. You should go listen to some Schoolhouse Rock as well, you know? It's always a good one to hear. That's 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 the ringing. I think we lost uh, you for a second. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. My Wi-Fi and my phone, it's been... It's no worries. Been a mess. Um, I was saying it looks... It's got, like, I see a frame here, and it's just, like, just lines and lines of coal, and I think that, mm-hmm. I think it, it would be better off if they ran on conjunctions instead of coal. <laughs> yep. Um, that's, a, that's another good one. Uh, a very, that's a scientific one. Um, what else is on the honorable mentions yeah. list? Um, I've got the check is in the mail. You are... They, they did some <laughs> economic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I have not heard of any of these. These are crazy. What? <laughs> uh, I'll have to like send you a picture of like because like I had them all on DVD, and like it was just a DVD of like all the songs one after the other, <laughs> and it was awesome. And you'd go on the main menu and you'd like select it, and if you selected all the songs, it'd just be like the whole enchilada with the side of fun. <laughs> <laughs> just play all the songs, and it was great. <laughs> this guy looks like he's having a good time. This mailman here, he's got a, mm. he's got a huge chin. <laughs> yeah it's from the i don't know business and economic sector of schoolhouse rock i guess because <laughs> um, they I, they go through the song and they're like the check is in the mail and it ought to be there monday without fail and then like the next time they sing the chorus it's like tuesday and then wednesday and it goes through the week and it's just all these people sending checks in the mail so this is like like baby's first economy <laughs> yeah it is yeah you're and give- they talk about, yeah, like, bouncing checks. And they have, like, a literal check that, like, starts bouncing. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> You're giving me so many great ones to check out. This is, like, the deepest cuts. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't even know there was a business and financial sector to Schoolhouse oh, Rock. Is. They, have, they have a <laughs> Wall Street one. Um, oh, my God. And it's, like, buy low, sell high get your piece of the pie or something that's the wall street way and it's this little pigeon on like a um like a street sign that said like wall street um yeah and another one of my honorable mentions also in the business economic sector was um i don't know the title i just called it the allowance one i think it's called like 750 once a week (laughs) and it's this kid who gets 750 once a week and he just talks about his allowance and how he like saves up for things and then he like goes to the mall and like spends his money and then he has to like maybe he breaks something i don't remember exactly and then he has to like save up all his money and yeah but it's about allowance that's and it's got a great tune <laughs> that's i think that's even an earlier um version of the economy uh yeah i looked it up I've never heard of this one either, um, but I looked it up now. Apparently, he's uh, fantasizing about um, himself in a crown and 
he's got like yes. a, a cape and his in his fantasy uh according to this drawing he has three dollars and two cents so great <laughs> fantasy dream big little boy no and then it's all about oh i'm having like so many memories now he goes to buy things and it's all about saving money and like it's like here's this pizza for you know 350 and then he goes and he eats it and then he walks by another store that's like pizza for one dollar and then he's like man (laughs) so it's about being a good consumer wow wow these things are so faceted and so layered i'm like whoa (laughs) these like trained us to be adults i think they really did like whenever you buy, whenever you book a flight, like we're always looking for the cheapest one, and it com- mm-hmm. it comes from this pizza thing, I think. Yeah, all well, the life lessons I didn't know I learned from Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was just learning about adverbs here. I didn't know about uh, how to exist as an adult person. Yeah, there's so much more. Uh, speaking of so much more, does your honorable mentions list have so much more? Well, I mean, I could go on and on, but the last one on my list is the adjectives one, where she unpacks her adjectives. Oh, yes. And there's like a bear, and she's got a huge backpack, and she's in the forest. She just got back from a trip. This is like, this is like an old, old one. Like, the, I remember the drawing of the girl is like, literally like, like the, like the blankest drawing ever. <laughs> yeah. I remember in that song, there's, like, one where, like, it says, like, girls who are tall get taller, boys who are small get smaller, until one is the tallest and one is the smallest of all, and then this foot, like, squishes this boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. That's a, this one I had also, I've heard this one before, Unpack Your Adjectives, but Mm -hmm. didn't include it on my list. Um, I think, because I just can't really remember how the melody goes at all. That might be why it just didn't stick out for me. Maybe if I re-listen to it, it will really... It's an, yeah, it's an interesting melody. <laughs> um, well, I think adjectives... There's so many adjectives <laughs> that I could use to describe this podcast. Um, <laughs> fantastic, um, incredible, amazing. Uh, it was so great to not only to talk about Schoolhouse Rock and the best uh, songs of Schoolhouse Rock. But to talk about them with you, after um, so many months of just texting, we can now voice to voice. It's been uh, incredible. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for the topic and the opportunity. Um, It was awesome.